relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. This episode of the America First podcast with me, Sebastian Gorka, is brought to you by Franklin Armory. Shop freedom, quality, and innovation at franklinarmory.com. Franklin Armory, we are facilitators of freedom. They're using the classroom to indoctrinate kids. See, like hearing that, I have chills. Socialism is the road to slavery. They threw these people into labor camps. They sentenced them to maybe 10 or 18 years. But if you do something against the state, the consequences are even worse. The the socialism is toxic and is dehumanizing. And if you did not pledge allegiance to communism, you were beaten and thrown in jail. What was it like, though, to get to America now over the last few decades to see the direction that we're going? The last thing I imagined was that at some point I would have to fight in the U.S. for my kids not to have to go through socialism and communism like I did. And God, is getting closer. Really close. As long as... That's an amazing series of interviews. It's called The Freedom Records, and it's hosted by our very special guest now from America First One-on-One. Welcome, dear friends. I'm your host, Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to the President of the United States, and we have with us a very brave lady, a lady who loves America and everything it stands for. She's the host of The Morgan Zegers Show. Morgan Zegers, welcome back to America First. Hi, Dr. Gorka. Thank you for having me. I warned you last time, Morgan. I warned you last time. You call me Dr. Gorka, and this will be the shortest interview you have ever done in your very brief career. Are we crystal? Yes, I'm sorry. It's been a while. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Sebastian, all right? Mzegas. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, good. All right, as I was listening to that trailer... And I want to do a little bit about your, I know I do it every time, but for those who haven't heard you before, the backstory of how you got to be what you're doing today is, is such a fascinating one, an encapsulation of the challenges we face in America. Um, before we get to that backstory, and please, you know, you've got to listen to this lady, you've got to subscribe, it's morganzegas.com. Uh, she also has the, uh, the freedom flags, zegasfreedomflags.shop. I have multiple of them. Give them the wide shot on camera for guys. Show them my Zegas massive flag. And guys, it's not the wrong way around, okay? It's not a flag. It's made of wood, but it's cool. You could get yours as well. Um, She is an entrepreneur. She's a patriot. But the thing that shocked me when I was listening, and I've heard so many of your interviews with survivors, you know, victims of communism, you're the only kid, the only young person I know Who's doing that? You, you can go to the Victims of Communism Museum in D.C. that opened last year. You can see, you know, footage and interviews. You can watch documentaries. But, but there's nobody, nobody under the age of 40, 50, 30, you know, except for you, that's doing this. So I, I, first I want to commend you for, for, for doing what you're doing. Let's start with why. Why did you think it was important to get on film the experiences and the interviews of people from China, from Cuba, from North Korea, from Venezuela. What was the initial impetus for you? Yeah, well, for me, I think it's because I had a personal experience when I went to college. Now, I had no idea that the situation with our public school system and with how we educate young people on the history of the 20th century and socialism and communism specifically was so bad until I went to school myself and I had a communist roommate. Now, I've told your listeners about this before, but she basically had a poster on her wall on day one of Mao Zedong, Lenin, now, now, Stalin. Let's be clear here. Carl- this isn't somebody who came here here from North Korea or Vietnam. This is an American girl at an American college with a poster of mass murderers on her wall who not wasn't hiding it, but was self-professed her identity as a communist, correct? 
Exactly. And so I ended up in a problem because I'm talking to this self-identifying communist with mass murderers and dictators on her wall. And she's giving me the classic talking points that her ideas are going to lift up the American working class. They're going to work this time because America's a democracy and it's going to be different than the dictatorships of the past and so on. Basically that it's progressive and compassionate and that I was the cruel one for not supporting this. And for me, the really big light bulb moment for myself was the fact that I'm a colonel's daughter. He served in Operation Iraqi Freedom. He was at the site of 9-11 in the cleanup. My dad taught me to love history and respect history. But when it came to me finally being face to face with a communist young person, I had no idea what to say. And so I figured a lot of my peers are probably going to be put in my shoes one day where they're in this conversation. They have no idea how to defend their values because they weren't given a proper education. And that inspired me to figure out how can I open my peers' eyes to the harsh truths of history. History. And by that, uh, the solution really is firsthand testimony, interviewing people who actually experienced it. Uh, and what is the organization that you founded as a result of that experience with your roommate? Yeah. So originally I started a nonprofit called Young Americans Against Socialism. And we do a bunch from social educational content on apps like Facebook and Instagram and all the young people stuff. But now we're moving into these longer form interviews where we can truly document someone's entire life story of escaping communism. And of course, then what it's like to live in America now versus their communist home country. And then are they seeing any similarities? And now actually, I'm pretty excited. We've been transitioning into also providing providing educational resources and booklets because we want to help out parents who are highly concerned about what's going on in the school system. So we're trying to hit all the marks that we can. Where will people be able to get hold of those educational resources? So right now, they're just online downloadable PDF forms that if you want to print out, you can, but you can look at them on your screens. And we actually released our first book last week, and we had over 700 people between the ages of 20 and 50 download them. So we're pretty excited about it. And it was just our first one. So we're going to hopefully do many more. But hopefully, maybe we can do some physical ones in the future. Is this morganzegas.com or where do they go? Oh, that's fightsocialism.org. That's our nonprofit website. All right, fightsocialism.org. Let's put that up on her Chiron as well, fightsocialism.org. And, and tell us a little bit about your personal journey. So somebody who is a patriot, whose father uh, served this nation in uniform, what was that journey like for you at the beginning to educate yourself? What, what kinds of things did you learn that you were surprised at, that you hadn't been taught? Tell us a little bit about that preparatory phase for you. Well, so for me, the most shocking has been looking back at how I was taught about a lot of really radical and pretty recent changes that have happened in our country, all things that have been normalized. So what I mean by that is, for example, think of the Department of Education. When I was in high school, we were taught that that's a very normal and fair concept. But in reality, it's unconstitutional and the federal government should not be having their heavy hand, their boot over the necks of parents and school children and the actual local school districts. That's what we're seeing now. So if you think about these little things that are happening, on a day-to-day -day basis, normalizing them. Now, what I always think about too is I graduated college in 2018. My first year, though, was 2015. That's not a time when this radical gender stuff was going on. But nowadays, everybody has pronouns in their bio. When I went to orientation and had my first semester of college, they actually taught us that, oh, what do you know? The science has changed, and it turns out we need to let you guys know sex and gender are actually completely different things. And it's important that you know this new finding that we have. And I remember sitting there in my classroom like, well, this is really different. And that's not what I thought. I mean, I thought they were interchangeable, basically. And so they really re-educated us over the last 10 years or so to a lot of this new woke ideology, and they are normalizing it. That's the concerning thing to me. All right, guys, uh, educate yourself. If you've got children, if you're just exploring uh, for the truth, if you're looking for those points of argumentation, the data points to help you, for example, if you 
If you wind up with a roommate who's also a communist and thinks Mao Zedong, the person responsible for the death of at least 50 million of his fellow countrymen, is cool, is a good guy, well, educate yourself, avail yourselves of the useful tools this woman has put together. Her website is morganzegers.com. You've got to listen to her show, The Morgan Zegers Show. You can follow her on Twitter, at morganzegers, at Z-E-G-E-R-S, and... If you want the documents that you can print off for yourself with this educational material, it's fightsocialism.org. That's fightsocialism.org. You're listening to America First one-on-one. Guarantee that you never, ever miss a nanosecond of our one-on-ones, the long-form interviews where we bring you the true experts, the newsmakers themselves. Go to your favorite podcast platform. Go to Spotify. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Subscribe. It costs you nothing. Leave us a five-star review. It truly does help with the dastly algorithms and share the links with your friends. Likewise, if you are America First, well, you need America First gear. All of the material at our website is made in America. The latest is our celebration of the president's announcement. It is the MAGA Returns t-shirt, Trump 2024. MAGA is back, SebGorkaStore.com. The hottest selling item, even surprising me right now, is the FBI t-shirt that we have created jointly with my buddy Chris Plant. He designed it with one of his callers. It's the classic blue FBI t-shirt with the yellow letters, FBI But underneath, it says Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. We have hats as well, mugs, you name it. It's almost Christmas. Treat yourself today. Go to SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A Store.com. I'm James Ackerman, the president and CEO of Prison Fellowship. On behalf of our entire staff, and more importantly, the prisoners' families you bless, I want to personally thank you for your donation to our Salem Radio Network Angel Tree campaign. Thanks for opening your heart and your wallet this Christmas season. Well done, guys. You, in just a couple of days, have donated enough to provide a hundred children who have a mother or father in prison this Christmas with a Christmas gift through the Prison Fellowship Program. Last year, all of our stations together got more than 230,000 Christmas gifts for, wow, the more than one and a half million children who will be without a parent this Yuletide. Please make a difference. 70% of these children end up behind bars themselves. They're vulnerable. They feel responsible for the crimes of their parents. Let's break that cycle of vulnerability. Make a difference today. If you donate $25, they will receive a Christmas gift chosen by their incarcerated parent with a note of love from that mother or father and a children's gospel. It's one of the most blessed things you can do. Please donate today. If you can can afford $125 this Christmas, that's five children five children who will feel a little bit more loved, who are very, very vulnerable. Please go to my website today. At the very top is the banner for the Angel Tree Foundation, where you can make your donation. That's sebgorka.com. Or you can call them directly on 888-206-2794. That's 888-206-2794. Or just go to my website and click on the Angel Tree banner at the top of the website. That's sebgorka.com. S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com. We are back with my friend, my colleague, Morgan Zegers, who has... Started a a video, audio, history, a chronicle of those who are really warning America of what they lived through under socialism, under communism. It's called the Freedom Records. Everybody needs to see it, share it, and, and use what they learn there to help us prevent that occurring here. Can you share with us that the top one or two, what, which of the interviews, who was it, where were they from that kind of just... You know, you've been studying this for years now, but which of these interviews just hit you so hard that made you think, oh, my gosh, this is so serious? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's actually really difficult because for me, I've to be honest, I've never really had an interview job before. It's never really been something that I've done. And so to be in a situation where I'm interviewing people about some of the most traumatic moments of their life, it's a very humbling experience. And so we've done about uh, 20 total so far, and they're still getting released every month. But what really has struck me, we interviewed um, 
a couple women from communist China. One of them was Jennifer Zhang. I'm not sure if you are familiar with her, but she's very active on social media. If you guys want to find her accounts, I can send you the links. And her experiences, be telling them to me on the interview, for example, are very somber. There's a lot of crying. There's a lot of sniffles and tissue breaks. And so from the production standpoint, our team, I mean, the camera crew, they aren't even familiar with a lot of these topics. We just hired a camera crew. And so at the end of filming, they come to me and they're like, Morgan, we had no idea that any of this was going on. And that's because most Americans have no idea that this is going on because our education system, our mainstream media, the institutions in our country help communist China perpetuate certain narratives. So interviewing her about the breakup of her family, about her faith that she had that eventually led her to be put into a re-education camp where she is tortured and then, if she's not tortured that day, sent to a slave labor camp that is built right next to the re-education camp, well, I mean, it's really, really a tough situation to hear about. That being said, here's my frustrating part, okay? We interview her. It's a firsthand testimony. She eventually escapes the camp and makes it to America with the one goal of telling her story, like we're doing right now. I put it on social media. But of course, big tech, they look at that kind of information where she's explaining how she's forced to do labor for American companies to sell American goods to American citizens. And what do you know? I get flagged for sharing false information by big tech. And I'm told your page is going to be shut down. So that's another reason why we're looking for opportunities to not just be posting these things on social. We're trying to do more stuff on our site and provide these actual booklets because it's a way to have direct communication with the students and the parents out there that want to hear this information, but we're being blocked. And what they do is they cite these sources, I kid you not, that say, well, China said they don't have slave labor camps. So you can't be saying that on social media. You're sharing misinformation. It's just so troubling to me. I try not to get frustrated, but it really does show who we're up against. These are our dark forces. Uh, which platform censored that interview? Uh, this was Facebook. And and their issue was the concept that communist China has slave labor camps. They said that's disinformation. Yes. That's absolutely and they do it stunning. Time and time again. That's absolutely it, stunning. Yeah. And so I try and document it. I screenshot it as much as possible. But we are basically operating under the threat of being deleted just for interviewing people who can say with their own words, I escaped this camp. Here is what I experienced. No, no, no. They have to cite sources that instead go by the word of communist China. So just in case anybody doesn't isn't aware, like, I, for example, my grandpa, he didn't realize how bad big tech censorship is. He just figured it's another political talking point or whatever it was until it happened to me, his granddaughter. And he said, wait a second, why would Morgan be blocked for just doing interviews with survivors from communism? So once people experience it firsthand, they can see how outrageous this really is. Was I, I know these are faceless organizations where there's not even a phone number and a human being, but did, was there any recourse? Did you take any action? Was there any response to any action that you took based upon the censorship of your first-hand witness testimony from the regime? Well, this is, you know, the ugly face of bureaucracy, of faceless people that can operate with a little too much power, right? What we do is we get the warning, we get told that we shared misinformation, and we get the threat of having our page eliminated or our, our reach, which is our ability to see or for people to see this content, we get told that it's going to be restricted. And then it says, to learn more about this or to challenge this, you can click this link here. So we click the link, and guess what? It brings you to a dead page just a blank page that says error. <laughs> so it's it's very, very frustrating. But at the same time, it's good inspiration for us to remember who we're up against, who what we're dealing with here. Absolutely stunning. We are talking to Morgan Zeggers. You might find this irritating, dear listeners, but I don't care. I want to give you toolkits. I want to give you homework. So now I'm going to just rattle off some URLs because this woman's work deserves to be heard far and wide. Her website is morganzeggers.com. That's morganzeggers, Z-E-G-E-R-S.com. She is a contributor to the superb Turning Point USA. Her Twitter is at morganzeggers. The uh, 
pamphlets, the leaflets, the materials that you will find useful are at fightsocialism.org, fightsocialism.org. And, of course, uh, she is the host of The Morgan Zegers Show. Please use those links. Likewise, we are on all social media bar the fascistic YouTube, so you should be following us as well to guarantee you never miss any of the material from amazing interviews like this one. We are on Truth Social, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, the Salem News Channel. You should get that app. We are on Parler, on Getter, on CloudHub, you name it. And the most important is Substack. Yes, follow me for uh, original content. That is SebastianGorka.Substack.com. That's my whole name, one word, SebastianGorka.Substack.com. And never miss a millisecond of the show. My Pillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You all have helped build My Pillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, my buddy, the inventor and CEO, wants to give back to my listeners. The Percal bed sheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly $89.98, but now for you, just $39.98 with your listener promo. Order now because when they're gone, They're gone. The Percol sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. It's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-829-8468, promo code Gorka, or just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio list of square and plug in G-O-R-K-A. That's 1-800-829-8468 or MyPillow.com, code Gorka. Okay, Morgan, let's, let's go to the, uh, the so what, the response, the how do we deal with the indoctrination that is occurring everywhere across America, not just in the colleges, but in the high schools. Let's start with this on the, um, the arrest of Sam Brinton. The Biden, the first transgender government official uh, appointed by a president who was arrested for felony theft. The Department of Energy's very peculiar head of uh, spent atomic waste. Then I combine that with the Balenciaga story, the, the pedophilic advertising, the drag queen story hours and everything else. My, my contention is the following. All of these things are connected. They're all connected because they're coming from the left. These aren't random things. You know, Sam Brinton being hired, uh, left-wing school boards having pornographic, pedophilic materials uh, in the schools, the drag queen story hours, the Balenciaga campaign, uh, ad campaign. These aren't accidents because they're all coming from the left. And the fact is, if you look at communist states, if you look at socialist states, the number one target isn't freedom and liberty of the individual. The thing they have to destroy first is the family, because the family is not only the building block of civilization, the family is, is the last fortress, it's, it's the last keep against the ideology of Karl Marx and of communism. So what do you think of my observation that none of these things are happening by accident and it's because the family is the greatest threat to socialists? Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, in my evaluation of it, looking at all of history, the left operates and works generationally and they are succeeding because they are winning by generation in terms of indoctrinating America's youth and separating America's youth from their parents. Now, I would say the most frequent misconception that conservative or even just, you know, in the middle of the road, parents that love their kids, love this country, maybe they vote Democrat or Republican, whatever it may be, they just kind of like it here and they don't have much to complain about and they want to see this continue for future generations. Very basic thing, right? It's crazy to say these days. So they think that perhaps the colleges have just gone crazy. And so they send their child to school and maybe after a semester they get indoctrinated. I go off stage after my speeches, especially to younger crowds and to crowds of parents. And I will have so many parents that say, Morgan, what do I do? I sent my kid to college for a semester and they're already a Marxist. How can I change this? But in my view of it, this is not a situation where we should be blaming the higher institutions. Instead, we need to look at the fact that from elementary school, at least, we should be teaching children to understand free will, 
choice versus force and the role of government. We need to develop a healthy distrust of institutions and government. And then instead of trusting government schools, public schools, to teach our kids about important things like history and philosophy and human nature and government, civics, finance, economics, all the important stuff, we should be probably talking to our own kids about that and creating a foundation because the public school system is not doing that. So what happens is you have these kids that graduate high school with no real world understanding. They go to college where they meet crazy Marxist professors and that's when really bad stuff starts to happen and they come home with pink hair, right? So we need to consider this to be a longer timeline of how to actually raise up our kids. And that's why I think we're also seeing the connection to children that you mentioned. They are attacking a very important thing in society children's innocence. When you look at this, it's adults trying to bring inappropriate content into the minds of young children, and they have no respect for childhood innocence. I think that this is happening from all angles because it's a complete abandonment of respecting childhood innocence. And if we come to an agreement on that, perhaps we can move forward in a healthier way. I think it's really basic. If you think about it, what is the point of raising up a child? When you have adults and kids and you're raising up babies to become members members of society, it's because they don't know anything. Adults are supposed to teach children how the world works, what the world even is, what their role in this society is going to be, what it is right now, and what roles they'll take on in the future. So you can look at this from so many different angles. I see it too as like, you don't talk to young boys and girls these days and say, hey kids, one day you're gonna get the amazing experience of getting to get a job for men. I specifically believe that we need to get a little more traditional with this, but you're gonna be able to grow a life one day, find a husband or a wife, have children, parent those children, and it's going to be a wonderful experience. Instead, they look at kids and they say, hey, live it up while you can, because once it's time to settle down, your life is basically over. So we need to talk more about human experiences and why we should champion responsibility and roles in society. And with that, respecting roles is respecting innocence and childhood, where adults with expertise, with experience, maturity, they give that they give that ability and that learning experience to younger minds that just don't have it yet. Very basic concept that uh, these weird lefties on the on the other side of the aisle think is just completely okay to abandon. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's it's also deeper than that. I think it's if you can normalize the abnormal with a child, then you justify your own lifestyle if you have a perverted lifestyle. We're talking to Morgan Zegers. This is America First one-on-one -on -one coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios. If you're in daily pain, dear friend, if you've tried everything else and failed to find relief, do what I did more than three years ago. Order the three-bit quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. You've waited long, long enough. You deserve to know. What have you got to lose? Well, honestly, come on. Apart from the pain, nothing. Call today, 800-500-8384, or just go to relieffactor.com. That's 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Okay, so I'm going to ask you now the question I meant to ask you earlier. It's just so many questions, so little time. But please follow this lady. Uh, go to morganzegas.com and check out also 
She has the amazing freedom flags. Let's do the wide shot guys of my studio. I, I think I have three of these. I may have four of these. I got, I, I've, got, four. I've got four of them, I think. I'm going to order another one soon. Uh, show the giant. This is made. I, I, Morgan said she sweated over this. It took her three weeks. She sanded it with a piece of sandpaper that had one, one little granule of sand on it. That's how long it took her to sand this beautiful product. Uh, get yours today at zegasfreedomflags.shop. That's zegasfreedomflags.shop. All right, let's go to the so what. Let's go to the, the response. You've been doing this for four years now. It's, see, I, look, I, I'm biased, of course. I have my baggage. My parents escaped communism. My father was a political prisoner who was actually liberated by freedom fighters from a political prison. He'd worked in a prison coal mine. So my take's a little bit obvious, I guess. I mean, my dad taught me how to shoot when I, as soon as I could pick up a gun so I could protect my liberty and my, fr- my family's liberty. But what has worked for you? Because to me, dealing with the indoctrinated should be obvious. It should be just a statement of common sense. Hey, can you name me one nation um, that actually has equality, where socialism worked, where you didn't end up with death camps? I'll wait because I know there's been 40 nations that tried it and 100 million people were killed. I'm not trying to be facetious, but the level of indoctrination is so deep. So give us some tricks of the trade or tell us just how hard it's been for you in the last few years. Yeah, of course. Well, that's the really frustrating thing, right? For a very long time, conservatives had, we've had facts, logic, statistics, history, common sense, all the really important stuff on our side, but the left is able to make a very emotional case. Now, what they always like to fall for is this claim that it's actually the people owning and controlling the economy instead of the evil businesses, the evil corporations, the evil, greedy CEOs, etc. And so what we're doing, and this is going to be an available book on our site soon, but we're providing a walkthrough of here are some basic concepts that you need to talk to your child about first before they're going to be able to understand socialism, free market economics, etc. And some of those things include something as simple as choice versus force when it comes to a relationship between people and the government. And so breaking down certain did you know that this is just wordplay? When socialism is implemented, it means the government is in charge of the economy and all the businesses, all the industries, they just say they're running it in the name of the people. That alone, I kid you not, because the indoctrination is so surface level in these young people, blows their mind. They had no idea. They truly thought maybe all the people just came together and got to own everything and work together in this kumbaya utopia. Another really important thing in this choice versus force conversation is the fact that socialism isn't just bad because, oh, you know, it's high taxes and it's really expensive and the options are limited at the the supermarket aisle. No, what's happening here is you're giving the government full control over very important necessities, very important basic goods and services in society that a human needs to live. So when the government becomes the only provider of these things, kids, what do you think will happen? Oh, history shows us they then hold these things over the heads of the people and say you're not going to receive them, whether it's groceries, an automobile, the ability to travel in the country, your health care, your retirement, an employment, a job, pension after you're done, or even housing. You're not going to get these things unless you comply with what the government asks you to do. It's not an ask. They're just making it seem like a choice. So walking them through what happens beyond those initial economic conversations where you see the actual freedom of individuals be removed from them, that is really a game changer. I promise you guys, the school system is keeping it very surface level with emotional language. I believe that American kids, American millennials, Gen Z, the generation after that, they are capable of bringing common sense to this if somebody will just take the time to walk them through it in an honest way. There's no need to make fun of them. In fact, they would actually probably be on our side if they weren't falling victim to the left's narrative. So please bring that commitment passion to the conversation and understand that they've just been lied to for a very long time. Okay. I think that we can really have a path forward with this, with conversation. What is your response to those uh, kids who say, oh, but it works in Europe because Denmark and Sweden and Norway, which are hyper-capitalist nations that just have built welfare nets based upon you know, the money they made with North Sea oil and with former colonial holdings. What do you say to them when they say, hey, look, communism or socialism works? 
Yeah, I mean, that's a really simple one. And I get this a lot when I speak on college campuses. You basically ask them, listen, do you want the government to seize the means of production? Do you want to implement economic socialism? Or do you want to end up like Nordic Europe? Because you can't have both. What countries like Venezuela did, what actual socialist countries do, is the government takes over the industries in an economy. What they do in Nordic Europe, they have market economies. And then the government has just created huge welfare programs. And you can walk them through as well why welfare programs in social democracies like Nordic Europe are just as dangerous in many ways because it creates that dependency on the government that over time will become more dangerous, just like socialism is. But you can walk them through easily how those are very different things. Now, part of this is the fact that, listen, a lot of American parents don't even know what to say, right? They yeah. don't even know this stuff. Right. It's all so confusing at this point. So we have to keep in mind, we're not just trying to message to young people. We're trying to reach all the people out there, educators, parents, and then, of course, those younger generations that rely on adults to explain how the world works. Right. You can get the materials at fightsocialism.org. You've got to listen to her podcast, The Morgan Zeggers Show. Follow her at Morgan Zeggers. Um, also, where can they listen? Where can they watch the uh, Freedom Records, the interviews of the survivors? So that'll be at fightsocialism.org, or you can type in thefreedomrecords.com, and it'll go right to the show. But thank you. Fabulous. And follow her as well at morganzegas.com. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First One-on-One, where we give you the real experts, the newsmakers. Don't forget to subscribe. It's absolutely free. Go to Spotify. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. It doesn't cost you a penny. That's a good price, isn't it? It's very, very good. Give us a five-star review, share the links with your friends, and you'll never, ever miss one of our episodes. We are coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios. If you're in daily pain, if you've tried everything else, if you failed to find relief, do what I did. Half a million Americans are getting daily liberation from their pain. Not just me, people like Leah from Ohio. This is Leah's story. One Sunday morning, I sat on my couch in so much pain, I was in tears. That's the day I ordered Relief Factor. Following directions in eight days, I got better and better. I'm a believer 100%. That story should be your story. That story could be your story, but there's only one way to find out, and it's super easy. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack for the paltry sum of $19.95. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you, like it works for me, Leah, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. You've waited long enough. You deserve to know, don't you? And by the way, 1995 translates to less than a dollar a day. What can you get for less than a dollar a day? Nothing except potentially liberated from your daily pain. Don't wait any longer. Do it today. Call 800-500-8384 or just go to relieffactor.com. That number again, 800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Are you an optimist about your fight against socialism? Do you think we can win? Can we deprogram at least a one, if not two, generations of Americans from believing that Karl Marx isn't a mass murderer, but is actually going to bring equality to the world? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. This is quite a daunting task that everybody is currently facing. And I personally believe that this is going to take multiple generations. This isn't going to be fixed with one election cycle. This is going to take quite an effort. I hope people understand how serious the threat that we are facing is. I will say, though, what I'm optimistic about is that our founders looked at every instance of human history and where humans tried representative government, where it failed, why it failed, and they gave us a decentralized constitutional republic for a reason. So that really gives us a fighting chance compared to any other situation where this has been attempted in human history. So I feel good about that. I will say, though, I am concerned at how, I don't want to say lazy, but how complacent so many Americans are today with the way the world currently works here in our country. So I encourage people to take control over their own lives, be self-reliant and never trust the government to educate your children about the government. We need to be raising them with a healthy distrust of these institutions. And if we take control from the government in this way, when it comes to educating our babies, I think we'll be in a solid generational path to victory. Are you encouraged by the bravery of young Chinese students on the streets of communist China today? 
Uh, of course I am, but I'm also highly worried about them. Let's be honest. We are living with unprecedented levels of surveillance and tech, and so I'm highly concerned for them. And we know what happened with Tiananmen Square Massacre. We saw what happened with the Hong Kong protesters. Actually, the Freedom Records, our next episode is going to be with the first woman to get asylum in America who escaped Hong Kong. So if she ever went there, she would probably not get out of that situation. She is going to be in America for her life. Uh, I'm highly concerned because I know how humans usually behave. I know how communists act, and I pray for them for sure. I, I'm very thankful for the example that they're setting. Well, God bless you, Morgan, for doing what you do. You've done more in a few years than most have done in a lifetime to fight the scourge of communism. Please follow this lady. Listen to her shows. Uh, use her resources. It's at Morgan Zegers on Twitter. The website is Morgan Zegers. And then fightsocialism.org for all of those resources that every, everyone listening, all three million of you listening right now, I don't care where you are, I don't care how old you are, you have a role to play in pushing back. And please also avail yourself of the freedom records and her own podcast the morgan zeggers show god bless you morgan i'm sebastian gorka you've been listening to america first if you enjoy america first i know it's almost christmas check out all the amazing made in america products nothing made in communist china on our website go to sebgorkastore.com that's s-e-b-g-o-r-k-a store.com treat yourself buy something for a loved one you know christmas gifts are difficult you've got a whole slew of things you can buy there it's so easy. One-stop shopping. And if you get it right now, you'll get it in time for Christmas. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, dear friends, keep your head on a swivel. Watch your six. Hold the line. Never give up. Never give in. And stay frosty. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... This is America First with Sebastian Gorka. General Secretary Gorbachev, if you seek peace, if you seek prosperity for the Soviet Union and Eastern Europe, if you seek liberalization, come here to this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev... Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I'm not being nostalgic, dear friends, playing that, although I could play that every single hour of every single day of this show because of its significance. Standing there at the Brandenburg Gate in front of the Berlin Wall that separated families, actually separated German families that cleaved through the heart of Europe, a symbol of freedom on one side and captive nations on the other. I play that for you because of its relevance today. 17 months after that speech was given by a president who had had those lines, tear down this wall, removed six times by his own State Department. Yes, the deep state is older than... President Trump's administration, lines that he had to manually reinsert by hand into the hard copy of the speech as he was driving in the beast to the Brandenburg Gate. 17 months after those words were uttered, tear down this wall, 
the wall was torn down, but not by Gorbachev, not by the apparatus of East Germany, but by the prisoners of East Germany, by the citizens who manually, with their hands, with ropes, with chains, with pickaxes, took down the wall that inhumanly separated people from people, that was a symbol of a slave nation and a slave ideology. Today that ideology is alive and well, it's alive and well on the campuses of America. It's alive and well inside Palo Alto. It's alive and well in Hollywood. But in its most deadly form, it is alive and well in the nations of North Korea, of Cuba, and of China, a nation that has labor camps, a nation that has utter total surveillance over its citizens, that welds them into their homes as part of their zero-COVID policy. A nation where right now, just as in 1956 on the streets of Budapest, the students are going out to protest the regime, the regime which is built on power and brute force alone, a regime with one political party, the Communist Party of China, a regime where if you say the wrong thing, if you make a joke about Xi Jinping, you try to download the wrong app, you will have the secret police on your doorstep. You may disappear. You may even be killed if you resist the writ of the new emperor clothed in red. The students of China may be ostensibly protesting the new round of lockdown measures for zero COVID, but it's not about zero COVID. It's about the inner yearning for freedom. It is about students holding up blank pieces of paper and chanting, she must go, because this is what we're allowed to say. Nothing. We're allowed to say nothing unless it comports with the regime. And what is the response from this? The freest nation, until recently, on God's green earth. The nation that was born, founded, gestated as a response to tyranny that was founded by men who risked everything, who swore, who committed their treasure, their lives, and their sacred honor for liberty in the face of the tyranny that was King George. What is the response from America, the shining city on the hill, the nation that every single year thousands and thousands and now millions of people risk their lives and their children's lives to come here? What is the response? Well, let's listen to that response from Admiral John Kirby of the White House. Cut 11. I'm wondering, what is the president's reaction when he hears protesters in China chant freedom or Xi Jinping step down? The president's not going to speak for protesters around the world. They're speaking for themselves. That statement makes you, Kirby, Kabul Kirby, makes you, Joe Beijing Biden, an accomplice of the murderers, an accomplice of the oppressors in Beijing. We're not going to talk for them. What do you mean we're not going? Nobody asked you to talk for them. They're risking their lives right now. We're asking you to stand with them, to say, yes, it is glorious that they are doing what every free people in the earth wants to do, to have government that represents them, a government of the people, by the people, for the people. Cut 12.
So there's no reaction? This, the, the, these protesters are speaking for themselves. What we are doing is making it clear that we support the right of peaceful protest. They're being beaten. They're being swept off the street into unmarked vans. They're being arrested. Do you support that as well? Admiral Kirby? Joe Biden? You have no soul. I don't care if it's the billion point four, the $1.4 billion your son got from the National Bank of Communist China, Joe. I don't care. I don't care whether it's the slimy business dealings or what big tech is, te- or Tim Cook is telling you. Oh, don't be mean to China. I don't give a damn what the reason is. Whether you're being blackmailed or making money, it's wrong and it is un-American. Let me remind you of the America we believe in as patriots. 1947, President Truman's declaration of the Truman Doctrine and what oppression in other countries means for all Americans. Play cut. One of the primary objectives of the foreign policy of the United States is the creation of conditions in which we and other nations will be able to work out a way of life free from coercion. This is no more than a frank recognition that totalitarian regimes imposed upon free peoples by direct or indirect aggression undermine the foundations of international peace and hence the security of the United States. Coercion of free peoples everywhere is an assault on America's national security because sooner or later the dictator comes after us. You are spineless filth. You are corrupt and you are un-American and we must remove you from office by 2024. What are you doing to be part of that. I'm asking you right now, dear listener, dear viewer. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, stay on this channel. Subscribe now to Spotify. We'll be back with a very special guest. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.